live from Texas, this is the Dryline Farmer Podcast. Sometimes in life, you find yourself on the right side of the line. We've got a trio of threes talking about a four. <laughs> Just because it's called a stereotype doesn't make it a lie. <laughs> you can put that on my greatness statue, that okay. quote right there. A member of the Global Ag Network. We're going to give this another try. Um, how do you sound now? Now I have you unplugged. <laughs> hey, God. I, this is my cords have COVID. Now try it, Ashton. We're doing this live. Good? There we go. All right. We're going to turn it all, all the way up here and see if we can I get. I think that you're just sabotaging me and trying to make this the, the Brent Carlson show. Well, it is. <laughs> I've got the microphone over here if you didn't notice. No, no. That's hey, I've got the big he- I, that's exactly right. I've got the big cans on my head. All right, guys. Ashton's getting a little high on her horse, but that's okay. But that means she's got energy, she's got spunk, and she's ready to get this show on the road. We've got a Ashton that's not really an Ashton only hour, but it could be. We'll see how this tar- let's see how this works out. You could totally take this over for me. Well, guys. This isn't the Brent Carlson hour per se. This is the Dryline Farmer Podcast. And like I said, we've got, or I've got Ashton here tonight. Ashton, tell us what's going on in the Hub City. How many masks do you have to wear at a time when you go on campus at Texas Tech? And does Spanky still have the best fried cheese in town? You know, I actually haven't been to Spanky's in forever. I have to go back and, and see, but I... I'm pretty confident that they still have the best fried cheese. But, uh, yeah, just wrapping up school this week, and it's pretty weird being socially distanced on campus, and then you get off campus, and there's college kids running around like crazy. So so do they still have that free speech area there at the corner across from the – well, it's not the UC now. Do they still – what do they call it, the Student Union Building now? Yeah. Yeah, they still have it, and things get pretty crazy – but uh, I don't know how that's going to go now that we're in a pandemic. But I love going over there and watching people get on their soapbox. So when I was there, I don't know when it started, if it started when I was at Tech. But all, the only people that ever went in the, spree, the free speech zone were the legalized pot guys. That's all it ever was. Well, now it's pretty pretty religious, I would say. All the churches are like trying to get you to go to their church. And then there's... I've seen like one crazy guy get up on there and start talking about like hardcore religious stuff, like weird stuff. Like snake charmers. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just, I don't know. He, he gets up there every now and then and I see him talking about, you know, talking badly about college girls and just talking about the Messiah and all that stuff, which is completely fine. Is he, he is he a student? Is he a janitor? No, random old man what do you he has a name okay obviously but i don't know what it is don't tell me is it jesus 
<laughs> I'm sure he would probably like that, but no, some I've heard people call him something, but I don't, I can't remember it off the top of my head. Okay, so that is it's interesting you bring that up. So this was my, uh, I want to say this was my sophomore year, and we were doing, and it was fall rush for the fraternities, and I was one of the rush captains. I got talked into it for a second time. Anyway, there was this guy, and they said he was. I mean, this guy, he was probably. I don't know. I want to say he had to be in his 40s and he was rushing, rushing fraternities. And I mean, he was a legit student and this guy was nuts. He had this, uh, like, he looked like he was all strung out. His hair was like jet black hair, you know, down to probably his shoulders. He had this crazy eye, crazy look in his eyes. And he rode around in my pickup to the different fraternities, to the different fraternity houses. And he had a, um, he he had a manifesto, and he was very uh, Jesus all the time. And I don't know if I swear sometimes he said he was Jesus, but this guy was certifiable. He was certifiable nuts. And of course, whenever you drop him off with the group, you know, with the group you were uh, taking around, of course they go to the fraternity house and they would just egg him on. I mean, they'd sit him down. And they'd start asking him questions, and they'd start, you know, really egging it and giving it to him. And I mean, of course, he didn't know what they were doing. They were they were really mocking him. But this guy was legit nuts. And I, he might have become a beta. I don't know. He might have been a Fiji. I don't know. <laughs> no, needless to say, he didn't get rushed by anybody. But and I and I never saw him after that. But he was an actual enrolled student at Texas Tech University, and he was crazier than I've ever seen before. And um. I, I don't know how, if he's not in prison by shooting up like, you know, like an old blockbuster or something, I don't, I don't know where he's at right now because this dude was legit crazy. So are you sure you weren't driving around David Koresh? No, no. This was long after David Koresh went up in flames. Yeah. This was, um, I don't know. This is one of those guys. I'm telling you, Ashton, this is one of these guys you would see on your, uh, true crime shows. Big time. Big time, yeah. He so, uh, and his name was Michael. So I don't know if that was his real name or he thought he was like the Archangel Michael or what. But um, whatever the case was, dude was off his rocker. Well, guys, we're not here to talk about you know and, and the whole free spoke, uh, free speech zone thing. Before we go any further, are we in the Isn't this America? Isn't the whole area, the whole country, a free speech zone? You know, I have thought the same exact thing, but I'm just going to let Texas Tech do Texas Tech. Well, uh, that's what I'm afraid of. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. But no, I think I thought this was like a whole free speech, like a big, like coast to coast, border to border kind of thing. But, uh, guys, hey, check it out. That was like the perfect segue. Guys, we're talking about the United States again. So, last week we talked, what was it? Uh, what each state is known for, or what the most uh, popular thing what they're known for. Yeah, what they're best at. Thank you, Ashton. That's why I brought you on, because I can't remember shit. But, um, so this week, we ran across another article, and I don't know, it's got to be from the same people, but, and I just, like, slobbered all over the computer for some reason, but this article is what each state's most overrated or worst attraction, um, the worst attraction in every state is how it's exactly worded. So, um... Some of these are really interesting, and then some of them are like, yeah, that makes sense. So um, we've got that. Um, anything else new? I don't know how to segue out of that, but uh, Ashton, anything else new we need to know about? Because um, up here, we're just, you know, it's more farm talk. 
I mean, this weather is going to make us water to the bitter end. We're finally, we are actually chopping a circle of silage today or having it chopped. And um, we're still watering most, most everywhere right now. And I mean, it's going to be like 105 here tomorrow. And then it's supposed to cool off after that. But I mean, the weather here is going to make us irrigate till the absolute bitter end. It's, it's just not too many breaks are, are handed out up here. But, you know, what are you going to do? Well, have you looked? I haven't looked yet or anything on my weather app to see if we'll be getting any rain from Hurricane Laura. No, I think that I think that biatch is well east of us. So, um, I said I said I dropped a tweet here a couple of days ago, or maybe it's yesterday. I said, "How is it possible that a one of the worst hurricanes ever was never named Karen?" You would think any hurricane that was bad. I mean, we were close with Katrina. I'm sure there's a. I mean, you know, maybe if there was a Tiffany or maybe a oh, what's the J one? Not Jacqueline. But um, there's some crazy, Jocelyn? Gr- huh? Jocelyn. Jocelyn. No, it could. Yeah, it could be. But Tiffany's a well-known, well-known crazy name. But um, yeah, no, it was. I thought it was quite interesting that uh, we've had never had a hurricane named Karen that uh, destroyed the country. But nonetheless, um, so yeah, we'll uh, we're gonna get into the worst attraction in every state. Now, last week we ran long, so we're not even gonna do a break. We're just gonna get into it. I'm gonna go up to the top of the alphabet again and start with. Uh, I guess is Alabama. See Alabama A B C D. So Alabama's first. So, <laughs> and this is wrong on so many levels. But Alabama's worst attraction is Helen Keller's birthplace. Now, do you know who you know who Helen Keller was? I, I assume. Absolutely. Ashton, do you know how her parents punished her? No. They moved the furniture. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one that gets you into the first gate of hell, but um, no. That's really the only thing. I, I would think, I mean, wouldn't it just be a house? I mean, unless, I don't know, well, she was probably, what, 1800 or so, I, I would assume. I can't remember. But um, nonetheless, she was a blind and deaf gal. Poor, you think you've got it bad. <laughs> I, Sorry, I was looking yeah, Ashton's she's still trying to get that joke, I guess. But no, Alabama. So yeah, that's a uh, Helen Keller's birthplace. Now let's go over to Alaska. Now, the reason I'm gonna not gloss over Alaska because the worst attraction in Alaska is the North Pole. Yeah, I guess I would say so, seeing as how that's not where the North Pole is. <laughs> I mean, I'm no Rand McNally or Google Maps, but I know the North Pole ain't in Alaska. Well, can you see, you can see the Northern Lights and stuff in Alaska, can't you? Yeah, that's not the North Pole. Yes, you're right. You have a point. <laughs> Somebody messed up on this list. <laughs> oh, we ain't even got into it yet. But, um, <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure the North Pole is somewhere up in, I don't even know if it's in water or if, if it's actually part of Canada or what. But I, I, I know it ain't, it ain't where they hunt for um, Bering Sea. You ever been to Alaska, Ashton? I have not, no. I've always heard it's really nice this time of year. <laughs> I bet it would be. Yeah, I bet it would be because it's going to be 105. Well, they have like 24 hours of, of daylight or something <sighs> like around this time. That would be the worst. I think, yeah, I know. It would be awful. Oh, that would be the worst. Yeah, like they have to. Uh, I, I've met some people, you know, a handful of people that are from there. And I mean, they had the blackout curtains and, you know, they had to completely just shut off their house, you know, when it came to regular bedtime. And otherwise, I well, mean. Can you imagine day drinking and then all of a sudden it's three o'clock in the morning <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, I would say um, I think alcoholism is a pretty serious problem up in Alaska, and there's several reasons why. One of them would be it's kind of cold. People think the North Pole is there, and you have 24 hours of sunlight followed six months later by almost 24 hours of darkness. So um, I would say that would lead to you hitting a few Moscow mules there. So, yeah. But, um, okay, so Alabaska. So, Ashton, did you learn the uh, the uh, state's song in, like, third grade? I still I can still almost redo the whole thing. I, I did not, but I want to point out to the listeners that you just said Alabaska. Well, see, I was going to start the song. <laughs> hey, don't, don't, hey, they think the North Pole's in Alaska, so I, I can make up states all I want. But, um, yeah, thanks for that correction. <laughs> I thought I thought something was amiss there. So, no, I started the song. It was Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Michigan. Or, I mean, not Michigan, but um, anyway, I got off track. I was looking at Michigan. Okay, so Alabama, Alaska, Arizona. Arizona. So, what would you, what's the uh, Arizona most known for? The Grand Canyon. That is the worst attraction in Arizona. Which, I mean, I guess it kind of stands to reason. All it is is a hole in the ground. Yeah. But I've, I've never seen the Grand Canyon like, except from the air. Yeah, no, I think it would be beautiful, but I've heard of people just going there, standing there for about two minutes. I'm like, okay, let's drive 24 hours back home. Just like Clark W. Griswold on his way to Wally World. <laughs> they had Ann Edna up on yeah. the roof. The, Gr- the Griswolds, I got it. Yeah. I got that one. Thank you. Oh, yeah, I knew. I wasn't even going to assume you didn't know. Everybody knows the Griswolds. I know Ashton's got that one. So Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas... Arkansas is known for the Crater of Diamonds as being their worst attraction. Now, I've heard you could go actually mine or whatever, um, um, scatter around and look for diamonds. They have, like, these open fields, and, of course, I'm sure there's just mountains of, you know, 10-carat diamonds out there just waiting to be had. But I would assume that Crater of Diamonds would also turn into a mountain of disappointment. So, Yeah. I'm not sure exactly how many diamonds they're even talking about. They say a crater. Mm-hmm. It's a crater. I, I, don't, I, don't th- think I, believe I don't know. I think the crater was made by a meteorite, and it had a whole bunch of diamonds on it. So maybe that's what the problem was. They say, I, I forgot where it was, some asteroid. It's worth, like, all the money in the in the world times, like, you know, some exponential number because it's full of, like, gold, diamonds, um, like, precious metals like palladium that they make like catalytic converters out of and all that kind of stuff but um i don't think it's really in our solar system so we don't have too much to worry about so arkansas and then what we're just going to start going geographically so alabama or mississippi they're right next door best known for elvis's birthplace and i can't remember i didn't know elvis was born in mississippi i thought he was born in uh, tennessee but i guess that's just where he lived so um yeah i like how right above that is the worst place it's Graceland. Graceland. Well, you know, he he wasn't he didn't get around much, Ashton. You know, especially when he was fat, Elvis. So he was just you oh, know yeah. he stayed uh, close to home to say the least. So uh, Elvis's no. birthplace. I I mean I like Elvis's music, but you know, I uh, what what was I was actually I actually watched him on YouTube uh, one of his old videos. What was he singing? It was Neil Diamond's song. Um, and that wasn't Sweet Caroline. No, it is. Yeah, it was Sweet Caroline. That was oh man, that was our that was our jam back in the day, Sweet Caroline. But um, okay, our jam in high school. That was your jam in high school. Sweet, sweet. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Oh yeah, I was big when we were in high school. We'd do that, and 
all those all those nostalgic songs. So um, going up, we're gonna move north. We're gonna go up to uh, Kentucky now. Kentucky's worst attraction is Noah's Ark. Now again, I'm no Rand McNally or Google Maps, but the story goes that Noah's Ark was found on the Mount Ararat in Turkey, and I'm not talking about your Thanksgiving Day dinner that most of you listeners out there are thinking about, but the country of Turkey. I didn't think it was anywhere near Knoxville, or no, that's Tennessee, but um, Louisville, Kentucky. I didn't think it was anywhere near Churchill Downs where they have the uh, where they have the race, unless they're talking about the. I know somebody made like a complete perfect replica of Noah's Ark, and I'm sure that's what it is. But um, I don't know why would that that would be. I mean, unless they didn't like clean it out, you know, like scoop manure or whatever, that would be pretty down a big downer. But you know, I think Noah's Ark would be pretty cool. I think it would be cool if it was the real deal, but they're a bunch of fakers. Yeah, you know, they put on a show and just I don't know. It just doesn't seem believable that that's the actual one. Yeah, I mean, they, it's in Kentucky. Like, they have to start some kind of rumor to make themselves relevant. So. <laughs> well, we hadn't gotten to Mexico yet, and they're all about alien stories. So, um, so I'm a, I gotta, I got to zoom in on here. So, we're over here. We're going to stay east for a little while. And can you see what that says in West Virginia? That says Mothman. Oh, is that where they had the Mothman, Mothman. prophecies? <laughs> oh, man. Mothman. Now, that was um, Ashton. No. Who was in that movie? Did you see that Mothman Prophecies? Was that David? That was David Duchovny. Anyway, it was like a real life myth. I think that they, um, you know, turned into a, you know, kind of a, a movie and book and all that kind of stuff and legend and everything. But um, Mothman, uh, I guess that's Moth. Yeah, Mothman. So yeah, you know, we had plenty of Mothmen here back in May and early June because it was an apocalypse of moths here. So. West Virginia, they probably got more important things to worry about than moss, and most likely keeping the roof, you know, from uh, caving in. Uh, Williamsburg, Virginia. I'm guessing. I can't remember if we went to Williamsburg when we were in uh, when we were in D.C. for a summer, but um, I think that's where you wear the old colonial hats and go down the uh, um, slabbed the um, I, I just cobblestone uh, streets, and uh, they weren't very good at making streets back in the day. So yeah. No, not at all. But I think it would be so fun to dress up and go hop down on Cobblestone Street. That sounds like a dream to me. You would hop? I would. I mean, I, I mean, think about walking. Like, I feel like I'd twist my ankle so easily. So you just hop over the cobblestone. Well, walk. now, if you're if you're dressing up, I'm sure you're not going to wear a pair of, like, Nikes or Reeboks or something. You're probably going to have right. some... Wear, like, those old wooden clogs and stuff. Yeah, you're going to be, like, you're going to be like that little Dutch girl and just uh, getting her whatever they wear and put on some very uncomfortable shoes and probably maybe a corset, you oh know. Oh, gosh, I could not fit in one of those things oh. if you try. Well, it doesn't matter who you are or what shape you are, Ashton. Nobody fits into a corset. That's the whole point, you know. <laughs> there's right, there's, yeah. there's poor girls in Ethiopia that couldn't fit into a corset. It's just That's just how <laughs> it works. That was so evil and wrong, but nonetheless... So, yeah, we're going to go up north. Now, we're, let's go up into New England. And um, so, New York City, they've got Times Square as the worst attraction. Have you been to uh, New York City? No, but I would love to. It's a pretty cool place. I, we were only there for a weekend, and we stayed right down on Times Square. And it's uh, it's quite a city. I mean, literally, I mean, the mantra that it never sleeps. I never forget, I woke up at like 3 in the morning in our hotel room, and I mean, you look out the window, and I mean, it's like it's the middle of the day. Just cars and people, they just don't, it just doesn't stop. Of course, when you stack a few million people on top of each other, I guess 
everybody's going to have somebody's going to have something to do every hour of the day. But yeah, it's a uh, it's a pretty neat place to say the least. So we drove up there, drove up there from DC, and um, so you go and you know you go get into Jersey City, and I mean it's just like I say, it's freaking factories and all these different smokestacks going up in there. And I mean you see New York City from across the from across the river, and you're still miles and miles away, and you see, and that was right, that was the summer after 9-11, so um, obviously didn't see the Twin Towers, but you could see, you know, Empire State Building and Statue of Liberty even a little bit. But um, Times Square was quite it was quite impressive. I mean, there's of course, it's touristy. I mean, obviously, you'll, I'll admit, but um, nonetheless, it was a, uh, I would say it was a pretty good attraction. You know, uh, the neatest attraction, which we weren't there really long enough to see a whole lot of it. We went up to the top of the Marriott. It's pretty famous. It's on Times Square. And of course, went to what Empire State Building, Statue of Liberty, and which we couldn't go up in it because that was after 9/11, and they pretty much wouldn't let anybody go anywhere. So, um, yeah. Now, it, as we leave the city, we're going to go over to um, I guess that's Connecticut there. Now it says Quasi. Now I have no idea what the Quasi is, unless you do. I don't know what the Quasi is, but again, I mean it's Connecticut. I mean, does anybody I'm sure it has. Know I'm sure it has something to do with white people. <laughs> it's an amusement park. Amusement. Obviously, not a very well-known one. Doesn't uh-huh. seem like it'd be fun. Well, uh, yeah, they named it Quasi. And so you go next door. Now, next door would be Massachusetts. No, that's Massachusetts is Plymouth Rock. Now, I don't know. It is a rock, and um, so we've got. You know, that's historical. But so you're going up north. You're going to New Hampshire. You're going to uh, Vermont. Now, Vermont has the world's tallest filing cabinet. I can imagine that would be a pretty big downer, and especially since you probably couldn't get that little tab to move over to open up the filing, you know, to open up each drawer. That'd be really disappointing. Uh, yeah, anything that has to do with uh, filing paperwork, I yeah. don't think would be very fun. Not, not, a very progressive, uh, uh, not a very progressive state in the age of, you know, iPhones and servers. No. Yeah, it's pretty pretty disappointing. Show me, show, me, show me world's biggest iPhone, and I might go to Vermont. <laughs> there you go. Well, that'd be over in Washington State, or yeah, um, that'd be in, in California. But um, so moving over to the east a little bit, apparently there's some old man of the mountain. Now I'm guessing that's probably a mountain, and up there in the New England, that's probably not any taller than about seven eight thousand feet because I don't think their mountains get too high up there. But um. I can't imagine going and meeting some old man on the. Oh, that's old man of the mountain. Okay, I'm sorry, but um, probably not a big, not a pretty big upper. Now this says Maine, the desert of Maine. I had no idea there were any deserts in Maine. I figured it was all forest with one beach. It's probably like a ten by ten pit of sand. <laughs> it's some uh, government project that they can't get the red tape cut, and it's just a lot out there, like in Parks and Recreation. Yeah, it's it's just a trick. It's like the big hole that Leslie Note falls down. It's it's a literal oh. hey, it's a literal tourist trap. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, we covered up New England. Now let's get back in here to the flyover country in the heartland. Um now Michigan has a mystery spot. Now that kind of sounds a little scandalous if you want to ask me. So um any ideas on what be in the mystery spot? Uh, isn't like the Loch Ness monster up there or something? Well now I know the Loch Ness Monster is supposed to be over in Ireland or over the United Kingdom somewhere, but um, 
Why did I think it was in the Great Lakes? Well, you are a sophomore. Senior. I Senior. <laughs> yeah, oh, Nessie, you, you know. Well educated. You know, oh, Nessie, she, she did come from the hard streets of Detroit, Kat Ashton. <laughs> yeah, kind of like Kid Rock. Kind of like Kid Rock. And 8 Mile, like Eminem. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, obviously, everybody, we're not going to press Ashton on who sh- what she thinks the mystery spot is. No. Although, we could really kind of work her over. So, we're going to move over. We're getting into the Midwest now. Now, Illinois has the bean. Now, I know there's soybeans grown up there, but I don't know if there's like this is like one big bean or if it is a soybean. You've never heard of the bean. I've never heard of the bean. Tell me about the bean. Well, I don't know really why it is what it is, but it's in Chicago, and it's this giant metal bean. It's that reflective, yeah, it's that big reflective deal, Uh uh-huh, okay. I didn't know that's what they called it. I thought it was like the, I thought it was like the thing on Terminator 2 where it had the liquid robot. Flew right over my head. You are, you've never seen the Terminator. Terminator 2, Judgment Day? Not my cup of tea. Oh, God, it's a classic. Well, nonetheless, everybody here that was born before 2007 would get that movie. So, um, I'm just kidding. Nonetheless, okay, so the bean. Okay, so I didn't know what the bean was, so you can get me on that. So, going up to north, what does that say, Ashton? That says what? Wisconsin Dells? The Wisconsin Dells, yes. Does that now, I'm going to guess here, is that a minor league baseball team? Um, I actually just looked it up, but I've heard really good things, and not really good things, I guess. Um, I don't think I would really trust the people that I know that live in Wisconsin, but uh, it's a water park. Are you skeptical of Wisconsinites? <laughs> yeah, I, I have some friends that are from up there, and they have talked to me about the Wisconsin Dells, and it looks like it's just a water park. So, right here, it's a city, or a town, anyway. Now... Uh, let's see. Official site for Wisconsin Dales deals and information. Explore where to stay, attractions, and deals from the official site of the Dales. So um, apparently, it kind of sounds like a. Oh, there you go. So they've got an amusement park, a water park. It sounds like a big Bran- a Branson of the North is what it sounds like. It's like Wisconsin wanted to be Las Vegas so bad they just built a bunch of amusement parks. Yeah. Uh huh. Just wait. Well, here comes the prostitutes. Okay. <laughs> Uh, all right, so the Mall of America. Now, that's obviously, we've got that in Minnesota, and um, it's just a big, I don't know how there's any malls left. I mean, there's really just one big Amazon Fulfillment Center, isn't there? Yeah, I don't, I am shocked that Mall of America is still in business, but they have, like, roller coasters inside that thing. Yeah, it is, I mean, it is legit big. So, um, but, so... I, I'm thinking it was at the Mall of America. So we had they had an FFA convention up there years ago, and I don't know if it. I think he was from Amarella, and a boy, one of the one of the students, fell off of a railing from like oh yeah, and, and fell like two or three. I don't know how many uh, if he fell two or three stories or what, but it he survived it. But I think it paralyzed him, and I mean it was a whole. It was a pretty pretty tragic thing. Fortunately, he didn't pass away, but um, yeah, that was a pretty. That was a pretty surreal story that um, that happened up there at the Mall of America. Now, moving south, we've got Iowa. They've got the Field of Dreams, of course. Now, if we had Landon here, he would already be having a semi right now because he loves the fi- a Field of Dreams. Now, have you seen Kevin Costner in the Field of Dreams? I haven't. 
I've seen parts of it, and that's about as much as I can say. I know it's a uh, that's the whole you build if you build it, they will come. That's where that came from. So that's about that's all I got to say about that. But um, so you get over here, you got Missouri. Now they're known for Branson, and all I've never been there, but I know it's hotter than hell if you go there anytime between January fourth and December twenty second. <laughs> specifically because the entire year it's hot except for like new year's eve and that's about it but um it's i know it's really grown it's a i mean they've got all kinds of things there i, I don't guess you've ever been there i have not no. yeah yeah well apparently it's the worst attraction in missouri so you well, know if i was going anywhere i don't think branson missouri would be on my list of die hard places it's not really a cut agree with that one it's not really a college kid uh, attraction it's probably more of a family thing yeah so now we're gonna go over next door now i didn't know this and again i'm no scientist but oklahoma is known for the center of the universe now first of all i don't know if we've even determined where there is a center of the universe i have no idea i, I again oklahoma just wanted to be relevant and uh, starting rumors, I think. I'm pretty sure a place where they just started wearing shirts two years ago is not the center of the universe. <laughs> I, have you seen, I, I don't know, have, have you ever seen Mean Girls? Uh, I've seen parts of it when my wife has it oh, on. There's one scene where it's these little kids that are homeschooled, and I think they're <laughs> like from, I think they say something about them being from Oklahoma, but they are redneck to the T, and they like have guns, and they're like, so we can kill the dinosaurs. Like, <laughs> perfect description of what people in Oklahoma are like. Uh, if they think they're from the center of the universe, man, there's only one one thing you can say about that, and that's redneck. Yeah. So um, it only now it only stands to be poetic justice to go to the north and have Kansas to the north and have the biggest ball of twine. Now, usually I find that in my baler when it's like three in the morning and I'm trying to bail up some hay while there's actually some humidity in the air. But apparently the biggest one ever found was in uh, the state of Kansas. And I don't know what town, but I know if it was in southern Kansas, they would be getting the hell out of Dodge because I would not want to try to untangle that thing. Absolutely not. Where, where do they keep this thing? I don't know. I would think nothing okay. close, not anything nearby that's hot. <laughs> I kind of want to go up and talk about Corn Palace. Talk about Corn Palace for us. I, oh, I've never been, but it sounds amazing, and I think that I would love to go to Corn Palace. So, Dad, do you have it pulled up on your Google machine right now? I don't, but I, I definitely can. Let's do that right now. Corn. Now, it starts with a C and not a P. Got it. Did not make that mistake. <laughs> the Mitchell Corn Palace. This, I can't with this. Oh, my gosh. Looks kind of like something you would see in Russia. Exactly. Looks like the, uh, it looks like the Kremlin. Yeah. The world. Like not a, this is the world's only corn palace, Ashton. You need to be sure and mention that. Yeah, I should have. I didn't even read up on the facts. I just wanted to uh, look at the kind of that one here, so I immediately went over to uh, Google Images. There you go. It does now. What do you think they so so. So uh, continue on, Ashton. Continue with on with the Corn Palace. Or do you have any more uh, any more background on this thing? 
not anything that I'm pulling up just yet, but I would love to see what the kind of food they sell at their concession stands. Yeah, well, I mean, if it's candy corn, I'm out. Okay. So, commonly advertised as the world's only corn palace. Why? Because nobody else is quite that big of a loser. Uh, is a multi-purpose arena facility located in Mitchell, South Dakota. The Moorish Revival Building is decorated with crop art. The murals and designs covering the building are made from corn and other grains. Well, that's kind of on the nose, isn't it? And a new design is constructed each year. The Corn Palace is a popular tourist destination visited by up to half a million people per year. It says that it takes approximately 45 minutes to an hour to visit Corn Palace. It's a lot of extra time, I feel like. I feel like you could just be in and out of that place in 15 minutes. I mean, not to sound dirty or anything, but that's a lot of corn to take in. <laughs> it is. I mean, how how much can you really tell a person about corn? Yeah, I mean, well, hey, you be around a set of farmers and you'll hear more than you want to know, yeah. trust me. So, yeah, the, the Corn Palace of South Dakota. Now, moving, we're going to keep going. Uh, we'll see. Now, North Dakota has the Enchanted Highway. The only problem is, is there's nobody up there to ride it. So um, <laughs> there's really nothing to talk about here. Now, I'm kind of interested in Montana's 50,000 silver dollar bar. Um, you think that's really like a big like chocolate bar that they just wrapped up in foil? Because I'm kind of I don't know if Montana has that much cash laying around. I don't know, but it'd be kind of fun because I do you think they just have a like all the do- silver dollars like <laughs> gorilla glued it's down just, to the floor or what? Because I would want to go and like scrape them off and try and go make some money from it. Yeah. Oh, uh, here here's what you do. You get every coin and go buy lottery tickets and use them to scratch. That would be a great investment. <laughs> I yeah, I can't imagine Montana holding on to a and they didn't even write it right write it correctly. Wouldn't it be a fifty thousand dollar silver bar, not a fifty thousand silver dollar bar? So that kind of sounds like a candy bar, really. Because it's got the hundred grand bar. Maybe this is just one half of it. I don't know. Now Wyoming has an intergalactic spaceport. I didn't know they were that advanced in Cheyenne. I figured it was just like a 50,000-person city. I I didn't even pick up on that, but it sounds amazing. I would love to see, like, the little weirdos up there that would even go to that thing. Like, I thought it was just, like, cowboys and up there, but no, apparently we've got some space aliens, well, too. Well, don't they film Yellowstone there? Oh, I guess so. I don't know. Or is really that Montana? I can't. Remember. I never can't keep them straight. Where's Yellowstone National Park? Yellowstone National Park. I think it's in Wyoming. Yeah, because it's in Jackson. Because Jackson Hole, and I think uh, Yellowstone. Well, Yellowstone National Park in the United States of America, in uh, da, 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 northwest corner of Wyoming, and extending into Montana, but mostly in Wyoming. I had some friends that just went there a couple weeks ago. They rented an RV. And drove up there from Amarillo, and I can only imagine it was a long, long trip, but more power. I want to take you down to the Mormon Temple. Now tell, yeah, now tell us about it. I mean, are we really all that surprised that it's in Utah? Well, no, I mean, that's pretty much kind of a foregone conclusion. I would have to imagine in the Mormon Temple, the cry room and nursery would have to be, like, huge. <laughs> Probably. I mean, when you get married at 17 years old, I feel like you just start popping them out. 
Well, and and you when you and when you get married at nineteen, and when you get married at twenty two, and when you get married at twenty seven. <laughs> of course, that's the man side. So yeah, but um, yeah, that'd be a hard that'd be a hard road to hoe. Uh, if you really. Oh my goodness! I just looked up. I I, I think this is the same Mormon temple, but if it is, it's in Salt Lake City. Oh, it's famous. And yeah. Ten acres. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. That's and I don't think I don't think hardly anybody can go in it. Is what I, I don't think. Know. It was it was the sixth temple completed by the church. Cool. The Salt Lake Temple, operated by the Church of Jesus Christ Latter Day Saints, is the best known temple located in Salt Lake City. Uh, let's see. It's really cool looking. Actually. Oh, oh yeah, it's a no, it, it's a legit um, uh, sight to see. But um, yeah. I'm trying to think. It seems like, from what I've heard, that there's not many people. I know, I know, you can't be a non-Mormon and, and go inside it from. From what I've heard, but um, let's see. I don't know. That might be a story for another day, but um, yeah. Nonetheless, it is quite a uh, it's quite a structure. But the Mormon temple, I would think they have to have a pretty big um, playground in the back, and you know, a pretty sizable wives' knitting club or whatever they do, quilting bee. There's no telling what they do. Growing up in the town that I'm from, there were a lot of Mormon families. Okay. And they were their kids were the craziest, wildest <laughs> kids in town. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, you got that many people living under one roof, you're gonna go a little nuts. <laughs> Isn't the, the Duggar family, aren't they Mormon? Uh the um yeah, I'm pretty sure. Nineteen Kansas County. Yeah, they about have to be. Uh <laughs> that's I don't know, that that's getting a little uh I would think you'd get the point after about 12 of them, wouldn't you? It's like, okay, I get it. I think I would have enough at three. Yeah. Well, we have two, and uh, one of them takes a shower with a rock. So, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, ironically enough, he named the rock Rocky. So, you know, it's, uh, you know, you get what you're you're handed out. So uh, we're going to get close to a crazy land. We're getting close to a Nevada. Now, Nevada is known for Route 66 as having the worst attraction, uh, especially when it just goes through like the very bottom tip of, uh, of Nevada. And it's just, you know, a painted highway is pretty much all that it amounts to. So, yeah, I would say that's kind of disappointing. But doesn't really surprise me much. No, you would. I would think so. The Luxor Hotel is pretty a pretty big disappointment. Have you been to a Vegas Strip? No, I was actually supposed to go in December for the NFR, but sadly it got canceled. It got canceled. Yeah. So Luxor, as everybody mostly mostly knows, is the pyramid um, hotel of the uh, of the Strip, and it's pretty neat, you know, at night. But it's you go inside and it's pretty outdated. You know, it's like from the 2000 BC, but. uh Anyway, you can see it from space. No, so go. We're getting over here to the West Coast now. Hollywood is known for the worst attraction in California. Now, I don't know. There's probably a whole number of things that are tied for first in California, like Skid Row and you know uh, <laughs> any street in San Francisco. Um, so yeah, Alcatraz. Alcatraz. Now I wanted we uh, wanted to go see Alcatraz. We uh, boated around it, but. Um, Apparently, you have to. Uh, their pr- the uh, reservations were pretty. Uh, you had to plan quite a bit in advance to get to go through Alcatraz. But that's been, gosh, that's been uh, 
three or four years ago since we went there, but I don't really have to go back to San Francisco. It was quite unimpressive and very dirty. So, um, now I've I figured. Been go ahead. I've actually been listening to a podcast that's really cool. It's called Ear Hustle. And I think it's an Alcatraz, but this woman goes in and like records a podcast with these prisoners telling their story about how they got into prison, what life in prison is like, and it is super cool. From wow, that is pretty interesting. Yeah. I'm guessing they're all old. I guess so. <laughs> Since Alcatraz closed years and years and years ago. But um that yeah, that does and it's called Ear Hustle. Okay, then, um, since you just said that, I don't believe it's an Alcatraz. <laughs> I think what we're just learning from this podcast episode is that I'm uh, not as smart as I thought that I was. So, um, Ashton, are you telling me that you thought Alcatraz still had prisoners in it? No. Oh, oh Ashton. No, <laughs> Ashton, don't say it's so... <laughs> No, uh, Ashton, it was closed uh, several years ago, but um, oh, that would gosh. be quite the thought I'm if it so was. Curious. That is Cut funny. that out. Cut that out. Are you kidding me? That's I'm going to put it at the front. Oh, it's San Quentin. It's San Quentin. San Quentin. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, yes, that is still open. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> moving on. So let me ask you this, Ashton. Do you think we landed on the moon? <laughs> <laughs> No, it was all staged in the Hollywood studio. That's right. That's right. The actually made of cheese. <laughs> so moving north. Now, I thought this would have been uh, perfectly located in Louisiana, but Oregon is known for voodoo donuts. Now, you've got the stereotype of, like, New Orleans having voodoo people there, and they're also known for their beignet. Is it beignets? Beignets? <laughs> And so you've got your voodoo and your donuts, and they put them up in Oregon. I've heard, I've heard of voodoo donuts actually. Okay, uh, do you? So if you like poke one with a needle, does like your friend like their arm go to hurting or something or what? That's a really great question, and um, I hope so. If I'm gonna be paying that much for a donut, <laughs> hey, if my soul is involved, it's worth ten bucks. <laughs> but apparently, they have voodoo donuts. I just looked it up in like Colorado okay. and in Austin. So I just it, I don't know. It's not um it's not exclusive just to Oregon. No. No, it's not exclusive. So we're getting up here in Washington State. Now the gum wall. Now we saw the gum wall and I'm pretty I'm pretty sure we saw the gum wall in Seattle. Um, it's probably melted now because of all, you know, the whole rioting thing that's going on right now. But um, the gum wall was pretty, I, I would agree that it probably, if this isn't the worst attraction in Washington State, I'm not sure what would be. So, yeah, it's, um, I don't know what it, what it signifies, what it's supposed to, why it's supposed to be special. All I know is, is there's a whole bunch of COVID. That's probably where COVID started. Everybody's spit is on the freaking wall. But, um, mm -hmm. Yeah. It's pretty disappointing. So Waikiki over in Hawaii, um, yeah, that's over on the main. Uh, that's over on um, Oahu. We didn't go there when we were. We went to our honeymoon in, in Maui, and I know Waikiki's pretty big touristy. Um, but I mean, hell, it's Hawaii is touristy. So um, we did skip over Colorado, and it's got the Casa Bonita. Now, did you take your Spanish classes? I did. And Casa Bonita means. 
It's like pretty house. Very good. Now, I don't know where the pretty house is, and I don't really want to go there. But nonetheless, their worst attraction is the Casa Bonita. And I don't even know I what. I think it's literally just a Mexican restaurant. Oh, really? I mean, that's what it, well, no, it says Oklahoma City. Well, yeah. I don't know. Either way, it's the worst one in Colorado. So Yeah, don't go there. Don't go there. Don't go there. Well, guys, this has been great and wonderful, and I just cracked my voice like a 14-year-old kid, but nonetheless, I'm still here, and I can just um, edit that out, but I'm not editing out the Alcatraz bit. But nonetheless, we're happy to be here. Ashton, why don't you tell us where all you can find the Dryland Farmer podcast and what are you involved in? I know you're also a regular guest and intern on Ag News Daily, so tell us about that. Yeah, so you can always find the... Dryline Farmer Podcast and Ag News Daily on the Global Ag Network website at globalagnetwork.com. And you can find us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Global Ag Network and, of course, at Ag News Daily. And uh, I know you've got a Twitter handle somewhere. I do. My Twitter handle is at Ashton underscore Carr. That's right. And you can find me, and I'll retweet and tweet this episode out at Trader Brent. And if Landon were here or not, I think he's at some ballet thing, not a recital. He's actually in it. But um, he is at NoTwitLandon44, and you can find us everywhere, Facebook, Twitter, Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, uh, pretty much anywhere and everywhere. And uh, also look up the Moving Iron Podcast with Casey Seymour. And we'll be moving to, Ala, uh, what did I say, Ala, Alaska? Alabasca. This is uh, coming to you live from Alabasca, Texas. And until next time, guys, Ashton, thanks for coming on. You did a great job, as always. And we'll ask you, what side of the line are you on? Feel like you've lost 30 minutes of your life? Come back next week and we'll take more. Dryline Farmer Podcast, a member of the Global Ag Network.